Your children will find out about it, so you better tell them what they need to know first. This is Real Family Life with Dennis Rainey for Monday, July 15th. We asked these parents who their children would learn about sex from. I think probably, uh, unfortunately, from their peers at school. My children probably find out most about it from me. Hopefully not from their friends first. Hmm. One night, my 13-year-old daughter told me about a note being passed around in her class. It was about a boy and a girl who had taken all their clothes off and messed around. I told her, sweetheart, sex is a beautiful thing in marriage. If you'll wait, God will bless you. But what those two young people were doing is shameful and wrong. Moments like that are building blocks of a godly perspective about sex in your child's life. Talking to your children about sex takes courage, I promise you. You certainly won't win any popularity contest with them. But your children don't need you to be buddies. They need courageous, spiritual, and moral leadership the type of leadership parents give who love them enough to challenge their thinking. One final thought. Make sure your children learn about sex from you, not from notes passed around at school. Prayerfully consider the right time and setting to discuss sex with your child. I'm Dennis Rainey, and that's Real Family Life. Did you know that God wants you to give thanks no matter what? This is Real Family Life with marriage and family expert Dennis Rainey. This is Tuesday, July 23rd. I believe it's hardest to take criticism and be thankful for it because you can continue to grow, but it's hard to be thankful for it at first. Uh, It's hardest for me to be thankful when I am struggling with an 18-year-old son that's causing me fits. Hmm. Whether it's good days or bad, problems at work or at home, flat tires, allergies, umpires with poor vision at Little League games, or even teenage attitudes, God tells us in the New Testament In everything, give thanks, for this is God's will for you in Christ Jesus. I can think of at least three reasons why God wants us to be thankful for everything. First, giving thanks expresses faith, faith in a competent and trustworthy God. Second, when we determine to be thankful in all things, we start showing the fruit of right thinking and right living. And that doesn't come naturally. It's a work of God in our hearts. And third, God wants us to be thankful at all times because He wants us to move beyond the small stuff of life to be warriors for Him. One final thought. As Barbara and I practice giving thanks continually, it's become easier and easier over the years, even though life's circumstances have not. I'm Dennis Rainey, and that's Real Family Life. Being a parent should cause you to stop thinking about yourself. This is Real Family Life with marriage and family expert Dennis Rainey for Tuesday, July 9th. Well, you know, my parents were pretty much involved in their doing their own thing. I mean, you know, we kind of had to fit in with their life. And so, and, you know, they kind of made that pretty clear to us early on. And so we kind of just pretty much had to raise ourselves and stay out of their way. Now, that's pretty sad. For a while, I thought that God gave my wife Barbara and me six children so that we could help them grow up. Now, I believe God gave us six children to help us finish the process of growing up. I've found that it's impossible to raise our children successfully and be selfish at the same time. For fathers, the value of his children should challenge him to stop spending so much time climbing the career ladder. 
For mothers, the value of her children should challenge her to reevaluate placing her children in daycare when it's only to obtain a higher standard of living. The value of our children should cause both mom and dad to quit following other personal interests all at the expense of their children. One final thought. Tonight, why don't you reevaluate how important your children are to you? Prayerfully ask, am I dying to myself so that I can be the parent God wants me to be? Or am I continuing to be selfish? I'm Dennis Ramey, and that's real family life. If you could trade your child for another one, would you? This is Real Family Life with marriage and family expert Dennis Ramey. Today is Friday, July 12th. No, I wouldn't trade her for anything. No, because um, she's a gift from God to me. I mean, she's a part of me and everything that I am. And I, I mean, I, she's mine. I mean, she's a gift from God, and that's the way I look at it. Just a few days before our second anniversary, Barbara went into labor with our first child. After 24 hours of watching the agony, I nearly passed out. I had to take a short walk, and when I returned, I was just in time to put on my scrubs. When the doctor delivered our daughter, it was a magnificent moment. (laughs) We were both lost in the wonder and miracle of birth. At that point, the doctor could have said, Well, do you want her? I could have pulled Barbara aside and said, What do you think? Her head's a little pointed. Of course we didn't do that. Through tears, we received our daughter as God's gift. One final thought. If you've been given the gift of a child, why don't you thank God for your son or your daughter tonight? Pull him or pull her aside and give him a big hug and tell her or tell him how thankful you are for God's gift. I'm Dennis Rainey, and that's real family life. Have you given your spouse complete access to your life? This is Real Family Life with marriage and family expert Dennis Rainey. It's Friday, July 19th. I think she obviously has had the freedom to talk to me as long as we can get off in a place that uh, is private enough that we can speak with freedom and talk to completion. There's no doubt she has the confidence to speak with me about some of those kind of issues. One of the ways that Barbara and I give each other access to our lives is by monitoring one another's schedule and workload. We also talk about our children's activities because of their effect on the whole family. Monitoring everyone's schedule helps our family avoid experiencing the pain of being overextended. As you and your mate face continuing time pressures and stress, it's best to handle life in tandem, not solo. Your mate can detect blind spots that you're missing. This type of mutual submission promotes healthy oneness as you interact and depend on one another. One final thought. Tonight, I want to encourage you to get out your calendars. Go over your schedule with one another and then see if there are any unnecessary appointments. If there are, why not reclaim that time for your marriage or have a family night? I'm Dennis Rainey, and that's real family life. What keeps you from having deep, meaningful communication with your spouse? This is Real Family Life with marriage and family expert Dennis Rainey on Wednesday, July 10th. She probably didn't know how to just say, I'm hurting, I really need you, aside from just crying. And I was too busy and too insensitive to stop and ask and learn 
how to speak her language. I wouldn't do it. Unfortunately, that's so typical of many marriages today. One spouse doesn't feel comfortable expressing their true feelings, while the other spouse doesn't seem to care enough to find out those true feelings. Establishing effective communication with your spouse comes through focused attention and active listening. If you don't understand something your spouse has said, ask questions. Questions act like crowbars to dislodge thoughts and emotions from another person's heart. But these crowbars need to be used gently, especially if your spouse is reserved or has a hard time opening up. One final thought. Tonight, after the children are in bed, give your spouse a solid hour to talk and share what's going on in his or her mind. Ask probing questions and try to get to those deep feelings. That's where you'll discover true communication. I'm Dennis Rainey, and that's Real Family Life. Why do you think more married couples don't pray together? This is Real Family Life with marriage and family expert Dennis Rainey. It's Monday, July 8th. I think so few Christian couples pray together because they're busy and they don't set it as a priority in their daily lives. I think if they thought about it, they would want it to be a priority, but I don't think they actively do that. A number of years ago, Family Life commissioned a survey and discovered something very interesting. Couples that pray together frequently, at least three times each week, have higher levels of marital satisfaction than those who don't pray together. What do you think would happen to the divorce rate in the church if husbands and wives would consistently pray together? Well, I believe the number of divorces would be cut in half within months, and within a decade, divorce would be uncommon in the Christian community. One final thought, and I can't say this strongly enough. If you want to divorce-proof your marriage, then make a commitment today to begin praying with your spouse every day. Pray honestly, pray humbly, but ask God to work in your life and your marriage. I promise you, He will. I'm Dennis Rainey, and that's Real Family Life. What do you enjoy most about your marriage? This is Real Family Life with marriage and family expert Dennis Rainey. Today is Wednesday, July 17th. Companionship, love. Just a friendship that's different than when you're dating. Um, I don't have to cook as much. She really helps out with that, so that's pretty good. Going places together with my husband. Hmm. Were you able to identify some things that you enjoy about your marriage? If you think your marriage is great now, just wait. If you allow God to shape you and your relationship in the years ahead, your love will mature and sweeten into your most precious earthly relationship. If you want a love that is mature, let me suggest an area in which your marriage should grow. As individuals and as a couple, you should grow spiritually. Pray together. Share spiritual truths. Talk about your experience with God together. Your marriage will become the sum total of every choice made along the way. That's why it's so important for you to grow spiritually now. One final thought. Why not find a quiet space in the house? Pull your spouse aside and tell him or her that you want your marriage to grow spiritually. 
Then pray together that God will allow you to enjoy all that your marriage can be. I'm Dennis Rainey, and that's Real Family Life. Adjusting to a step family is not easy. It takes time to really feel like a family again. This is Real Family Life with Dennis Rainey. Today is Thursday, July 18th. And here's the stepfather talking about a breakthrough with his stepdaughter. Laura has just now come to the point where she's calling me her stepfather and giving me hugs just right out of nowhere. And I'm starting to enjoy them more and more now that we're living here. It's great that that daughter is beginning to feel some love for that dad. Experts say that it takes an average of seven years for a step family to begin to adjust to one another. The U.S. Census Bureau reports that one out of every three Americans is now a step-parent, step-child, or some other participant in a step family. I'm well aware that many who are listening to me are a part of a step family. Well, today, I want to encourage you to persevere. You have a tremendous opportunity to show how God can work to make a less-than-perfect situation something that shows the wonder of His grace, power, and restoration. I want to challenge you to remain committed to your step family. One final thought. Family Life has helpful articles and resources for step families, as well as the traditional family, on our website, familylife.com. I'm Dennis Rainey. And that's real family life. How was conflict and anger dealt with in your home? Did you get it out in the open or did you stuff it? This is Real Family Life with marriage and family expert Dennis Rainey. This is Friday, July 5th. In our family, you just kind of forgot about it. It's just kind of swept it under the rug. Yeah, we just started being nice again. <laughs> When your child gets angry, he can express it appropriately and deal with the situation, or he can try to ignore his emotions and act like there's no problem. I use an ice cube to illustrate the importance of handling anger appropriately. If you set an ice cube out on the kitchen counter, it won't last for long. In the same way, if you get issues and emotions out into the open, they can dissolve and evaporate. But if you leave an ice cube locked away in a freezer, it will remain solid. That's like our emotions. If we never express how we truly feel, we will become hard and cold, filled with pent-up anger. One final thought. What kind of emotional environment are you creating in your home? Why don't you teach your children to express their emotions honestly, but do it without hurting people in the process? I'm Dennis Rainey, and that's Real Family Life. It's hard to be angry when God's Holy Spirit is really in charge of your life. This is Real Family Life with marriage and family expert Dennis Rainey on Monday, July 22nd. Well, when I get angry with my wife, uh, I have a tendency to kind of stuff it, to kind of maybe walk away from the situation, uh, maybe give the silent treatment. But I know deep down that's not uh, what I need to do. I need to kind of talk it out. On more than one occasion, I have had a desire to be angry at my wife, Barbara. Yet at the same time, I realize that my life is the temple of God and that the Holy Spirit lives in me. The Holy Spirit helps me control my temper, impatience, and my desire to say things I would later regret. 
The other evening, Barbara said something to me that made me angry in an instant. I fired back critical words to her. In an instant, I knew I was wrong, and the Holy Spirit convicted me that I was wrong. I asked for her forgiveness, and gratefully, she did forgive me. One final thought. Are you yielding to anger or the Holy Spirit? Have you said something recently that you need to ask forgiveness for? Maybe it's time you broke some old habits and yielded to the Holy Spirit rather than your anger. I'm Dennis Rainey, and that's Real Family Life. Do you pray for your children? This is Real Family Life with marriage and family expert Dennis Rainey on Tuesday, July 16th. Every day um, I pray for them individually by name, and we also have a blessing song that I sing to each of them individually at night. No, I don't really pray that much. I'm not a, a praying type person, I guess. Dr. James Dobson told a story that reinforced the importance of praying for our children. One night, Jim and his wife Shirley had trouble falling asleep. They began feeling uneasy about their daughter, so they got down on their knees and prayed for her. They later learned that at that very moment, their daughter and a friend were in a pull-out curve in the mountains, just looking out over the city, eating a meal. A police car came by and shone a light into their window. It made them think to lock their doors. As the police car drove away, a man crawled out from under their car and tried to force his way in. They were able to quickly start the car and speed away. Dr. Dobson says, No one will ever convince me that our prayers did not have an impact on that situation. One final thought. No matter what you do as parents, in the end, it is God who is in control. Pray every day that God will protect your children and deliver them from the snare of evil. I'm Dennis Rainey. And that's real family life. Have you ever heard the phrase, do as I say, not as I do? This is Real Family Life with marriage and family expert Dennis Rainey. Today is Wednesday, July 24th. I guess what frustrates me the most about my kids is like they go out and make the same mistakes I do. And I tell them, you know, don't make my mistakes, you know. And But, you know, they don't listen. They just go ahead and do their own thing. And I see them screwing up just the same way I did. If you haven't noticed, children observe and imitate what their parents do. With that in mind, imagine the mixed signals you send when the phone rings and you tell them that if it's your boss, you're not home. Or, after disciplining a preteen for cheating on a test, you drive them home from school 20 miles per hour over the speed limit. As a parent, you and I cannot lie and then demand the truth from our children. You and I cannot cheat and then discipline a cheater. Children need parents to be models of integrity. The positive side of this is that when children see us model honesty and holiness, then that modeling is etched into their minds. One final thought. Discuss with your spouse what you are modeling for your children. Are you showing them what it means to be a man or woman of God? Pray that God will make you an example for your children. I'm Dennis Rainey, and that's Real Family Life. What do you enjoy most about being a parent? This is Real Family Life with marriage and family expert Dennis Rainey. This is Thursday, July 11th. 
I love when they just say, I love you, Mommy, I love you, Daddy, with no prompting of my own. I love when they just come up and give you hugs and kisses, when they snuggle with you at night, when they're singing songs. Hmm. Those are pretty special times. Having children is one of the highest callings God has ever given Barbara and me. There is no sweeter refrain than being called daddy or mommy. There's no more noble mission in all of life than wholeheartedly embracing the privilege of shaping the soul of a little boy or a little girl for the rest of their lives. I doubt at the end of your life you could name a single thing that surpasses or even approaches the grand calling of being a parent. It is indeed one of the highest and most holy callings of life. One final thought. If you're not already doing so, begin praying about your family together as a couple. Ask God to enlarge your heart for children. Ask Him to bless your marriage with children and to give you wisdom in raising them. I'm Dennis Rainey, and I'm going to tell you, that's real family life. Have you ever heard the phrase, do as I say, not as I do? This is Real Family Life with marriage and family expert Dennis Rainey. Today is Wednesday, July 24th. I guess what frustrates me the most about my kids is like they go out and make the same mistakes I do. And I tell them, you know, don't make my mistakes, you know. And But, you know, they don't listen. They just go ahead and do their own thing. And I see them screwing up just the same way I did. If you haven't noticed, children observe and imitate what their parents do. With that in mind, imagine the mixed signals you send when the phone rings and you tell them that if it's your boss, you're not home. Or, after disciplining a preteen for cheating on a test, you drive them home from school 20 miles per hour over the speed limit. As a parent, you and I cannot lie and then demand the truth from our children. You and I cannot cheat and then discipline a cheater. Children need parents to be models of integrity. The positive side of this is that when children see us model honesty and holiness, then that modeling is etched into their minds. One final thought. Discuss with your spouse what you are modeling for your children. Are you showing them what it means to be a man or woman of God? Pray that God will make you an example for your children. I'm Dennis Rainey, and that's Real Family Life. What do you enjoy most about being a parent? This is Real Family Life with marriage and family expert Dennis Rainey. This is Thursday, July 11th. I love when they just say, I love you, Mommy, I love you, Daddy, with no prompting of my own. I love when they just come up and give you hugs and kisses, when they snuggle with you at night, when they're singing songs. Those are pretty special times. Having children is one of the highest callings God has ever given Barbara and me. There is no sweeter refrain than being called daddy or mommy. There's no more noble mission in all of life than wholeheartedly embracing the privilege of shaping the soul of a little boy or a little girl for the rest of their lives. I doubt at the end of your life you could name a single thing that surpasses or even approaches the grand calling of being a parent. It is indeed one of the highest and most holy callings of life. 
One final thought. If you're not already doing so, begin praying about your family together as a couple. Ask God to enlarge your heart for children. Ask Him to bless your marriage with children and to give you wisdom in raising them. I'm Dennis Rainey, and I want to tell you, that's real family life. Do you pray for your children? This is Real Family Life with marriage and family expert Dennis Rainey on Tuesday, July 16th. Every day um, I pray for them individually by name, and we also have a blessing song that I sing to each of them individually at night. No, I don't really pray that much. I'm not a, you know, a praying type person, I guess. Hmm. Dr. James Dobson told a story that reinforced the importance of praying for our children. One night, Jim and his wife Shirley had trouble falling asleep. They began feeling uneasy about their daughter, so they got down on their knees and prayed for her. They later learned that at that very moment, their daughter and a friend were in a pull-out curve in the mountains, just looking out over the city, eating a meal. A police car came by and shone a light into their window. It made them think to lock their doors. As the police car drove away, a man crawled out from under their car and tried to force his way in. They were able to quickly start the car and speed away. Dr. Dobson says, No one will ever convince me that our prayers did not have an impact on that situation. One final thought. No matter what you do as parents, in the end, it is God who is in control. Pray every day that God will protect your children and deliver them from the snare of evil. I'm Dennis Rainey, and that's Real Family Life.